All right. Welcome to the something edition, the WMM, WMMA all day, every day. So I'm going to make it this week because he is um, knee-deep in bitches, <laughs> I assume. Would, uh, Tim, would you support that uh, station? <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm still I'm glad to be here, though, with you. Missing Siri this week. Yep, good stuff. Um, yeah, so it's me, Kugabe, winning battle, technical, and also technical Tim, possibly winning battle. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm just here to talk shit. Uh, we're discussing UFC, where is this event? UFC Kansas, Wichita. Hmm, that's it, definitely not a place I want to go to, but... No, it's fucking terrible. I, I, I actually grew up in Missouri, and I would wrestle all around the Midwest, and... Yep. Kansas, yeah, there's not there's not much there. I've been there a few times. So. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah, I, I just imagine like Walmart, nothing else, and just suburbia. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, uh, lots of lots of Australians like that. Anyway, anyway, um, and we're discussing results for two, three, five. I guess might as well. Let me just pull that up. Yeah, we can recap that event. Yeah, quickly. I mean, the interesting event, the in- interesting fights. Yeah. All right. So, what were the interesting fights? Two, three, five. Prelims. I mean, I, th- I think we can... S- oh, yeah, you want to start on the prelims? That's cool. I'm just looking for and see what we got. Uh, Cypher's upset was pretty nice. Just seemed to outwork Bayana. Um, yeah, I-, I thought about playing her, but uh, I was just like, fuck this. I- I- she might get subbed in the first round, and she ended up winning. But Yeah, pretty much. It was a split. It was, it was a split decision, or was it a... I know it was a close decision. Yeah, it, it was a split. I-, I think it could have gone either way. Uh, yeah. Pretty-, pretty close fight. Miss Cypher's obviously the value side, like plus 200 or whatever she was, but oh, yeah, there wasn't sure. anything ultra compelling there. Uh, yeah. Chasson looked good, but it's against Jaden Bazzani. This her body yeah, takes worth a lot more WMA. Yeah, she, she, I think I had mentioned last week, I, I played her KO line at plus yeah. 400, so I was happy on that one, but she, uh, yeah. she she's not, she's pretty green, but she, yeah. she's like very physical and violent for a girl. Like, yeah. like she she hits pretty hard relative to the rest of the the women's bantamweight, I would say. And she also has a back uh, a back taking game, and she can she like slaps in a body triangle, which can finish half the MMA roster for for girls. So yeah. I actually think she's a pretty decent finisher. So I was happy to hit that one, but decent finish. Yeah. Women's bantamweight's a dumpster fire, so I'm sure is she ranked yet? I'm like, I half think I half assume she is because women's bantamweight's a dumpster fire. But I I don't even know the rankings. You're asking the wrong guy. Like I couldn't tell oh, you number that. fourteen. Number fourteen. Oh, is she okay? I, I, I don't, don't even. Doesn't know even matter, but yeah. still. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, yeah. I, I feel like she could do damage, but that that division kind of sucks. So she should be fine. Congratulations to her. Uh, Edmund, Travis Brown elbowed. Yeah. Charles Bird. Oh, no. I don't know. Edmund was looking good, so he probably was EV, but it's a fairly second Travis Brown elbowing. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, like, I was I was on Edmund here for different reasons, yep. though. I, I, I thought he was going to out-wrestle Bird, and I mean, it was a 38-second KO. I, I don't think we know enough to really know exactly what would happen. I mean, he landed some straight punches, but... Travis Brown elbows are kind of memes. I'm not like yeah. this isn't one I'm gonna like brag about. I feel like someone. I feel like he could have got flash KO'd with Travis Brown elbows too. You know, so yeah. um, it is what it is. I mean, he comes from that camp though. That's kind of funny. So I mean, he must have uh, he must train it a little bit. But I don't think explain. anyone fucking called Edmund Shabazian over Travis Brown elbows. No, explain explain why they're bad to everything else because they just spend all day working Travis Brown elbows. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe it's, weird how, it's weird how Travis Brown just arbitrarily elbowing some dude seems to have legalized this clear foul. Yeah, so because I always thought like I, I don't I don't give a fuck really. I mean, yeah. I just look, I just watch MMA for the betting side of it. But like, is it? It they look a little illegal. Like I feel like they're kind of like yeah. twelve six a little bit, but. I mean, it's all back of the head and anything, because like from that angle, yeah, yeah, that too. A few back of the heads, like about fifty percent of the elbows were back of the head. Yeah, I just feel like it seems like it's cheating, (laughs) like like it it seems too easy. It's just like a free finish at times, but I mean, it is what it is. I don't really give a fuck too much. Pretty much. Um, That was the next one. Sanchez goal. I mean, I played goal KO because, you know, I was like, all right, Sanchez probably can't take a punch. Then, yeah, goal looked worse than Craig White, which surprised me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I... Way... Oh, yeah, go on. No, the way Sanchez goals and tires of play of cardio, who fled his body at that knee, was amazing. <laughs> he went from being, like, <laughs> tired to dead. <laughs> yeah, if this was, like, a video game and he had an energy meter, it... <laughs> like, it went from 100 to zero in, like, a minute and a half. Oh no! Um, yeah, congratulations, Diego, Diego Sanchez. Yeah, nice to say yeah. He's still got something. Um, I-, I wanted to play fucking Diego. I-, I think we, I think you and I both had talked about. I think Sirian played him, so good on him. But I just played half a unit golf KO, yeah. and it- it's whatever. I-, I had a feeling he would get fucked up if he got put on his back a lot, which ended up happening. So yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, about right. Yeah. Uh, wasn't really um, great viewing. Speaking of which, uh, Cody Stamen versus Perez. Um, yeah, Stamen looked pretty good. Um, I had a little bit on the under just as a like throw away because it's like it's plus three hundred and yeah, they land some decent shots, but they've both got good chins. Yeah, um, I uh, I t- I didn't have any pre-fight action, but then like I, I think I forget the pre the pre-fight line. I think. Same as Cody was like minus minus one ninety, minus one two hundred, somewhere between there. Yeah, yeah, I think he was bouncing around there. And I after the first round, I thought he was like eighty percent chance going to get that first round. So, yeah. and then he was like, he was the same exact line as his yeah. pre-fight line at like minus one eighty. So I hit that live and ended up making like a couple hundred bucks on him. So I was a little happy there. But it, um, yeah, that's good. I, yeah, I just thought that was kind of strange that he pretty much clearly won the first round and then he was the exact same. Line. And per, I mean, and that was kind of a fight that it was going to be uneventful, most likely. So if he's banked around already, I feel like that's valuable to hit. But it is what it is. I, I didn't play it pre-fight. Obviously unscientific, but just Perez's ability to just win random split decisions and robberies. I mean, you, I think you have to kind of take that into account. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was in some position. I was just like, but Perez is going to win this somehow because I got I got burned heavily on Wineland live bidding. Yeah, that fu- that that was like last summer, right? That was a fucking yeah. terrible decision. I, I thought Wineland had won that one. Uh, I didn't have money on either guy, and I, I thought Wineland had won. Yeah, pretty much. I I, I got in Wineland like minus one fifty after the second round, and yeah, just fucking memed on. Uh, what next? Um, Johnny Walker. Let's, your, your favorite fighter. I like, I like Johnny Walker. I'm not anti Johnny Walker. I just think that what he does is low percentage. It's Brian, it's Brian Ortega's shit. Yeah. I bet. 
like I wasn't saying that Misha Serkinov couldn't be knocked out brutally in 30 seconds by some unorthodox arsehole. But my quote, I bet on Misha Serkinov because there is the rest of the fight usually. The question was what happens if it doesn't happen. Yeah, I, I totally understand. I mean, I was a Ortega fader as well. You know, I was very vocal about how he fucking sucks and I, I, I max bet Holloway. But I do think um, I do think Walker is like I, I played him like a unit. I didn't go heavy or anything. I just played him. He's kind of fucking around. It probably wasn't even a smart pick even yeah. after the fight. Um, but I, I taped him a little more and he does carry his KO power throughout the fight. And so I also had noticed that Serkinov likes to clench up to get his takedowns. And I thought that would just kind of put him in danger a little bit too. And I was just kind of noticing the relative speed advantage that Walker had. But I mean, at the same, so, so I ended up going a unit. I don't know if it was very smart. I'm not going to like say it was the right side or anything. Cause Serkinov could have easily taken him down and passed his guard and arm triangled him or something. But yeah, it kind of it, it was kind of just a whatever fight to me. Nothing. I was like, I mean, I mean that was one of the major outcomes that could have happened, and Serkinov could have easily taken him down and dominated too. Yeah, sure. Yep. Uh, right, what was next? It was Zabit versus Jeremy Stevens. I know. I feel like I'd, I'd be more high on Zabit if he actually wrestled proactively instead of just like throwing him randomly. Like, the beat of his wrestling would have been, like, minus 500 favorite here. But, like, the beat trying to kickbox with him is just 50-50. Yeah, I, I didn't mind him kickboxing early with him and then maybe, like, trying to go for takedowns a little more in the second half of the first round or something. You, you know, maybe striking for a couple of minutes. But I thought it was late because he showed that he could hold him down pretty easily. Yeah. And, I mean, if, if you watch the Charles Oliveira fight, that was kind of what I was thinking could yeah. happen here because the beat has a lot of control. Yeah, um, much. I mean, if he fights that way, Stevens was the value side. If he fights a different way, I feel like the line could have been justified. But yeah, I, I don't yeah. Know. I, that's kind of my think, on it. I generally think that dick kick in the first round turned the fight. Because <laughs> like, I don't know, Stevens seems to be getting a bit more success. Like, Sabit was slowing down a little bit. There's a minute and a half left. And suddenly, you know, you just get a two-minute break and Stevens has to reset his pressure. Yeah, I it, was 100%. Clear, it was a close first round. I agree. I 100% agree with that because, yeah. I mean, think of the advantage of having a break in yeah. a fight that Zabit did gas later. And it was kind of Stevens. one of Stevens' main path was to just pressure him and, and not allow him to get breaks and kind of panic him a little bit. So I agree. It could have turned the tides. It's hard to know. Because it was kind of the end of the round. Yeah. Well, there was a bit left or something like that. Yeah. Was there like a minute left or something? I don't really remember. Yeah, I think it was a decent amount. And um, what was I thinking? Uh, it wasn't, and I'm not saying it was an intentional gamesmanship or something. I just think it, I just heard, I think it, yeah, I think it was an accidental shot that changed the fight. It was unlucky for people who bet Stevens. That's what yeah. I would say. No, uh, true. It, it could have definitely changed the tide. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, all right, what's next? Moonhouse versus Garbrandt. Uh, Moonhouse KO plus 500. Never any um, doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew I just had a feeling that Moonhouse's striking was a lot more attractive, and Garbrandt would either knock him out inside two minutes or would eventually get drawn into a war. Yeah, that, I mean, I think we talked about I, I, I was on Munoz here, his money line. I hit him 
inside the distance and I got that at plus 300. So I was happy. And I also had fight doesn't go the distance just as a hedge. And because I thought it was a really good bet. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was, he, he forced him into a firefight. <laughs> like and he has yeah. a better chin. That's kind of, I, I don't, Cody at minus 170 or whatever, whatever he was. I just thought it was a bad play for anyone who is on him. Um, easy to say that in hindsight, but he, even pre-fight, I thought I, I thought it was kind of crazy to be betting him at that price. But that was a fun fight. It's just me. I was, does Pedro Munoz look a lot like Jimmy Kimmel? <laughs> yeah, he, he, he does it a little bit. I see what you mean, yeah. Uh, every time I look at him, I'm yeah. like Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little bit. He's yeah. pretty good, man. I, I'm a fan oh, of yes, him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he he's got some good kicks. His hands are improving. He's aggressive. He's proactive and has a good guillotine too. Except whenever exactly. he fucked you on your inside the distance, Brett Johns play. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's like following. He's not a king's MMA, but he's kind of following that game plan where you get a very yeah, good jiu-jitsu yeah. guy teach him good Mai Tai and just have him savage just walk down the other guy throwing whatever he wants because you can't take him down. Yeah, that pressure jiu-jitsu type of game almost. Yeah. yeah. I think it's the perfect counter to wrestle boxing. Unless the wrestler's just big enough to just pick you up. Like that's the issue yeah. with RDA. Like, you know, if RDA was 10 pounds naturally heavier, he would have beaten Covington, probably would have been a lot closer to Wisman. Yeah, it's a good counter. Just... uh as long as the wrestle boxer isn't a really good wrestler or like a really good boxer type of thing. But yeah, it, yeah. it, it can, it can fuck that style up for sure. But how many wrestle boxers are you? Yeah, I mean, Steve Miocic was a good enough boxer to do it, but like Kane Velasquez, whose entire game was based on. Yeah. Really just turn just turning everything over. Yeah. He, he got fucked. For sure. It's best. It's the best way to beat that sort of um, pressure, everything feeds into everything else, Cain Velasquez, Alex Volkanovsky sort of archetype. Yeah. Um, yeah, what next? I want to skip the next one because I just was yeah. not particularly compelled. Um, China has a marketable female fighter. Congratulations, UFC is probably happy about that. <laughs> yep, definitely. Like, I, I don't think like boxing, the next like really big like Pacquiao, Mayweather level box will probably come out of China or India. But yeah. Good, whoever gets behind. Yeah, I feel like China, I mean, I'm surprised they don't have as many good UFC fighters or MMA fighters because they have they have wrestling even over there. Like, they have plenty of martial arts over there. But I guess it's just kind of still developing over there. I think issues also, it's kind of like, it's like Japanese wrestling. Like, Japanese is not bad at wrestling, but the way it's like taught and the way it's split up, like, you, you're on like an Olympic pathway, I guess. Yeah, and it's just not in like the Asians in a lot of Asian cultures to do sports after you've like beaten, rejected or whatever. I think America's kind of similar too. Like you know, like Australia, we have a lot of casual sports clubs and that sort of stuff. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I know know, like me, even like me personally, maybe Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I got cut from sort of high level rugby, high level American football. Then I just sort of gravitated to keep myself fit. Whilst I think in other countries, it's not you just you're either doing it like full time or you're just not doing it. Yeah. And then you have people in like Russia and Dagestan and that's their national sport wrestling or, or Samba or something. Yeah. And true. They just stick to it. I mean, I mean, wrestling's big over in Russia. Same with Iran. I'm surprised Iran doesn't have as many. And there's an Iranian coming up in the next car, but he's not really a wrestler, Benil Dariush, but yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, but Dale Darius is like his grappling is ultra legit. Um, yeah. yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, Robbie Lawler versus Ben Askren. All right. Um, Lola spent, I mean, Askren spent more time unconscious than Robbie Lola did, so I'll just give him the win retroactively. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I had, on. what are, we can, yeah, just give your thoughts on that choke overall, and then I guess I I'll give my... choke. I think it was a weird, I think it was a weird grip over the chin slash mouth, maybe, it's probably an uncomfortable spot. I mean, I wouldn't want to be there, but I don't think it was a choke, because he had a good 10 seconds to squeeze, and Lola looked fine. I think his hand yeah. was off, was caught behind Askren's head where he couldn't see it. Askren moves his head. And Lawler's probably pushing, trying to push off um, Askren's head. So, so that means his, his hand appears to go limp. It wasn't yeah. like his hand went from being on Askren's hip to just drop it. It's dropping. It went from being posted on something to dropping. Yeah, so uh, I, think over, like, I, I think it shouldn't have been stopped. And I think he was fine, Lawler. But yeah. I would say in the moment... Um, I can see the logic thought, in the moment. Yeah, because I mean, his, his even though even though his hand went limp, and that's a common way to maybe rest for the choke, and um, it did drop. It did drop in a way that I live was like, "Oh, is he out?" But then when Herb checked his arm on the yeah. broadcast, Herb was blocking the view where he did give a thumbs up, and so Herb yeah. should have seen that. So, like originally, I thought. Oh, that that was justified. I mean, his arm did go limp. That wasn't uh, understandable. I'm not saying it was a good stoppage. I was just saying in the moment, I thought it was understandable until I saw he get, gave a thumbs up. And it was probably the wrong call in hindsight, but I've seen a lot worse before. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, stuff like Murab Dash, Dash Billy versus um, Ricky Simone. Yeah. I'm still questioning that. Fuck it. <laughs> what more does Murab have to do to make it the end of a fight? Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, I still think Lawler was. Yeah. The, we'll the, more, it, so. the, the more I watch that fight, the more I think the not going the distance, and I'm not even just saying this in hindsight, it's just, no. it's just Lawler has an immediate path to get a knockout anytime it's standing. Because I think it wasn't not going the distance, like plus 170 or something. I put it, I put it on under two and a half, plus 200. Because, like, last moment, I was just like, I feel like if Askren wins this, it's going to be because Lawler is just fucked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I covered well, half my loss with the under two and a half, but it was plus it was plus two hundred, so yeah, RTD would be somewhere around there. Yeah, I was just kinda trying to think of how I would play this fight if it got rematched and, and I would think I would Yeah, yeah, I was thinking not going the distance and yeah. Waller was was definitely the value side, but but at the same time would Askren have gotten his wrestling going if he would have survived? Like I I don't know. What Waller was defending pretty well and he was separating yeah, he was. really well. Um, but he was also using a lot of energy, and Askren can go all day, so it's tough to know exactly what would have happened. But I, I do think Lawler, at his odds, was a good good value play. I don't see um, the point of rematching this fight. I just, I just like, I mean, if you just want resolution for the um, outcome, but even then, like, I think the, the betting opportunity probably goes probably be matched. It probably be capped at like Lawler plus one fifty. I'm guessing. And also, just like you know, give Lawler fucking striking battles, give Askren wrestling battles. Don't round them into each other because it's the least interesting use of both of their talents. Yeah, I, I want to see Askren versus somebody else personally because uh, Lawler versus pretty much anybody. Yeah, there's a bunch yeah. of good Lawler fights. Yeah, because I mean, this is just a binary fight. Like, it's either going to be someone gets knocked out or Askren out wrestles them or something. And um, yeah, 
So, so it's like we don't really need to see it. I feel <laughs> like I'd much yeah, rather I, see I other ones. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's, there's nothing particularly compelling there to me. Um, yeah, Osman versus Woodley. Woodley lost his left hand in a car accident when he was young and it's prosthetic. You told, you told us this last time. <laughs> Tom yeah. Woodley is actually, um, what's his name? Uh, what's a one handed dude? One handed MMA fighter was on TNC. Oh, last year. Um, Nick Newell. Exactly. If Tom Woodley is actually Nick Newell. Yeah. It, uh, this is a. Ama- I had a lot of money on Usman. Like I, I think on Bet MMA, I had a few units, but Untracked, yeah. I had even more. So, and I, yeah. I got him at an average of like plus one seventy. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I even think I, I was telling people, and they thought I was kind of being an idiot. I, I was saying I'd cap Usman. I think I even told you, like on yeah. a chat or something. Like minus three hundred or something. Yeah, I was telling people minus four to five hundred, and, and they were kind of laughing at me. And I was like, "Dude, it's really a, a KO or bust." And yeah. um, I, I think you and Sirium really hit hit the nail on the fact that Woodley just doesn't really have a lead hand, and yeah. going against an orthodox fighter, it's really hard for him to find that. And then I think something that I saw on tape and mentioned last week that was really crucial here is that. Woodley, his tendency to go back and put his back by the fence and be behind the black lines really yeah. does not play well to Usman's game because Usman will clinch you up. And that kind of just creates a lot of a, a huge opportunity for Usman to just get him tired and not get knocked out early. So, yeah. and he, do- he dominated him there. And I, I always thought Usman was the better wrestler, as did yeah. many people. I mean, there's two way action on this fight. I a lot of people. Tom Woodley was different. Was Division One wrestler? That's all you need to know. <laughs> after they after they finished their college careers, they don't learn anything else. They just become locked in place forevermore. Yeah, it's funny. Like I don't, I do not go by credentials. Like I, I go by what's on the cage. I mean, if I don't yeah. know, if I haven't seen anything on the cage, I might default to credentials or something. But yeah. uh, even if you went credentials, Usman was training for the Olympic team, so it, it wasn't yeah. like. It wasn't like he was just some D2 guy and that's it. Like he actually yeah. had – he's been in the rooms with really talented guys. So um, – but, he, I mean, the, the multidirectional takedowns, it gets Woodley off balance, and he can't keep up with the pace. It, it was a pretty simple, I mean, Osman, straightforward fight. Well, only hit, like, two actual takedowns. Like, yeah, it's, he clinched on that, but Woodley managed to tell stuff the majority of Osman's um, takedowns. Yeah, I think he got two, and then I think one, Woodley jumped for a guillotine, but I yeah. also think he jumped for the guillotine because Usman was deep was on his hips. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So even though people were like, he jumped for a guillotine, bro, I was like, well, he did because he kind of knew he was yeah. going for a ride. So that, that's what I thought, but yeah. I didn't like rewatch the fight or anything. It was just yeah. from memory. That's what I thought. Wish Usman got the fucking finished end of round four. That would have been worth a I had a bunch on Usman in round four, round five. I fought to him by KO. On top of my Osman, Osman to win. Oh, that was round four where he was really piecing him up too, right? Yeah, yeah, true. They I was like hoping we get corner him. stoppage, but no, never. Zemba, we don't do corner stoppages. Yeah, I honestly, if I if I was, oh, dude, one thing I want to say, Mark Goddard, what the fuck was he doing with some of those? I know. <laughs> oh man, that made me so mad because it didn't really matter because. Woodley yeah. had nothing, but 
Probably had just taken his head off of Waldo's, off of Waldo's separations, which was, you know, it's like a 2% outcome. It been so annoying. Yeah, especially at those points. But it, it's like Usman was, I think he was in half guard or like actually landing punches. He was landing yep. body shots. Uh, he was... He, he was he was working like he wasn't just stalling out. Yeah, true. Um, that 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 was really weird. And then he said like a comment, "This is a fight." It's like what the fuck he's like. Yeah, I know you can fight wherever the fuck you want. Like it doesn't have to just be a striking match. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just the more I look at this one, the more I'm just like, he's clearly a fucking insane athlete. But I just I just don't think he is that technically good. Like, I just feel like welterweight is lagging behind the rest of the sport for some reason. Yeah, like, Usman I, has like A plus wrestling. But even his wrestling isn't incredible. Like his, his athleticism is, but I don't think his like actual wrestling game is like Khabib level or anything like that. And his striking and grappling are both dog shit, are both just mediocre. See, I think his wrestling's good if you combine it with five round fights and his cardio. That that's what yeah. I think because he he can push a pretty fucking crazy pace. But yeah. as far as his actual skills. I, yeah. I do agree. Welterweight's not that good. Like, like if you threw him at lightweight, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I mean, he would probably be in like the top seven, but like a lot of those guys, I feel like would be tough matchups for him. Even like Tony Ferguson, um, a lot of guys. But yeah, I agree. Welterweight kind of sucks. I, I don't think it's a very good division. Like I say, Usman's like he's he's a more athletic guy. Um, Alexander Hernandez in worse hands. Yeah. From my lane, you know, in terms of what he actually does. Like, yeah, yeah his striking is major. Even his grappling, like, yeah, he got Mountain Woodley and did nothing with it. <laughs> he just yeah. sat there. Because even, like, Gregor Gillespie is probably a better version of Usman. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, just, at, least, at least I think so. I'd have, I'd have to watch him more, but I, I would think so. And in the vacuum, yeah, I'm pretty sure Askren is a better wrestler than Usman in, in a vacuum, but, yeah, just not the same athlete. Yeah, yeah. That, that that would be a fun fight because I, I don't think I don't think a lot of people are all on Usman dominating him and I think yeah. he could if he stopped the shots and he played a disengage game and just yeah. relied on striking because I mean even though Usman's not the best striker he's miles ahead of Askren and he could probably yeah. hurt him but yeah. Askren really scrambles well if you engage. So like even if Usman gets a takedown, because you can take you can slam Askren, but all of a sudden he's yeah. kind of like on some weird yeah. scramble yeah. that you haven't really seen before. He has a much different wrestling game than people who probably cap MMA are used to. You'd, you'd actually have to watch him a little bit. Yeah. So I, I think that would be an interesting fight. I don't I don't know exactly who I'd pick, but I think Usman yeah. would have to fight smart. I don't think it's as easy as people think that he would just nullify the wrestling and be able to. Yeah, it makes be sense. Standing, yeah. My issue with high level wrestling is like you remember like Mark Munoz and like Charles Sutton in the same division, and Charles Sutton had a way more success than Mark Munoz despite not being as good a just being good a college wrestler as Munoz was, because Sutton's game plan was just so much simpler. Yeah, yeah. Because Sutton just shot, so, you know. Sutton would just power W forever. Which works in MMA, but Munoz is like was based on like a bunch of clinch weirdness and like jank stuff, which didn't didn't um, carry across the same way. Yeah, it, it's you can be a really good college wrestler without having a really good single or double leg, like like a leg yeah. attack type of shot. And leg yeah. attack leg attack type of shots are what is really pro, really important in MMA because if you can yeah. cover a lot of distance, 
because I mean, if, if you rely on other stuff like clenching and stuff, you can just get punched in the face where if you shoot like a really good single leg, like Daniel Cormier from distance, it's a lot harder to stop that. So, yeah. Yeah. There's a guy like Josh Koshak who just power double power doubled constantly. Yeah. Yeah, He had, he had one of the best power doubles I've seen. Um, Yeah. He would he would shoot from like 15 feet away and get in and just drive you across the cage. Hey, Josh Koshak fought in Bellator. I did not remember that. Yeah, he uh, he, he went, got knocked the fuck uh, out. But I, I didn't realize. I didn't realize he. Oh, also, I didn't realize Josh Koshak won a um, won a um, NCAA title. Did yeah, he he wrestled for. I'm not looking at Edinburgh. his page. Edinburgh University. Yeah, I think he won at 174 in like 2002, probably or 2003. He, he, plays, yeah. number, he plays top four or four years. No, I, I thought he was good. I didn't realize he was that good. I thought he yeah, was he, like no. I thought he was like Tyron Woodley was, sort of level. Yeah. No, he was up on Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley, he was an All American at Mizzou, I think, for yeah. a couple of years. But I don't think he he, he, he never, never like, he uh, never won. He never won. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's something I looking Kosher because like I, I didn't realize he um came top four every time he um, went to the tournament, which is yeah pretty good. But like even like Ryan Bader is a pretty good MMA wrestler, but he he never won D ones or anything. And then Johnny Hendricks, is, I don't think Johnny Hendricks was that good of an MMA wrestler personally. Yeah. And he was a he was a dominant college wrestler. Like he fucking was. I mean, he was like a two or three time D one national. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty. We're not getting asked with Hendricks MMA. That's why it's not like a massive wrestling nerd thing. Yeah, they. Uh, I think they wrestled like eight times. I I don't think they did in college though whenever yeah. Askren was at his best and I think Askren would have fucked him up in college but I think in yeah. high school and stuff he always beat Askren but Askren really peaked in college and yeah. Askren was a dominant mat wrestler like you can't hold him down but yeah. he's just a crazy scrambler he, he was dominant on the mat and dominant uh, with scrambling so yeah, yeah. Um, John Jones was half from Smith I personally were enjoyed Anthony Smith deciding to take the DQ and retiring on the spot. I'm going to assume that's what happened because I turned my TV off. I, I turned my TV off after the illegal blow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, uh... Why not? Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, like... this, this, this dishonorable would be so satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you did like, yeah. done that shit to GSP, I'd feel bad. But if doing that shit to John Jones, yeah, fucking go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been fucking hilarious, and they would have had to rematch that. It's like the most unanticipated rematch ever. Yeah, particularly with like John Jones being uh, like the way that John Jones reacted to fouling Anthony Smith, where he immediately starts praying. I'm like, why the fuck are you praying? You fucking need him in the face, you idiots. <laughs> John Jones just seems to be wired that anything that happens is something that happens to him. He has no culpability. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a sociopath, but... I know, it's amazing. It's just... <laughs> what the fuck, dude? I- I'm personally, like, a fan of his as, like, a fighter and kind of just watching him I- in yeah. that way. But, yeah, but yeah, I would never want to be friends with that guy. He's clearly a sociopath, but he's a really, really fucking good fighter. I'm not a fan of the race. Something about the um, like one in the last year or two, I just he just seems less flowy than the old one did. He's probably better because he's ironed out a lot of his holes, but on the other hand, he's just less fun. Yeah. I like, yeah. Sk- I like Skinny Jones. He was, he was just more fun. Yeah. <laughs> but 
this fight kind of pissed me off. Like I had a really good night, but I had Jones inside the distance and it would have yeah. closed out two parlays that put pay, uh, paid out like five to one. So I was kind yeah. of pissed off that those didn't. Yeah. Yeah, hit, it was ridiculous. I, I mean, Smith just went into a defensive shell. I don't think anyone could have known that yeah. he would randomly have better cardio than he usually did. And yeah, I, I just thought it was kind of a, a random it wasn't like his cardio held out that well. He just <laughs> Jones didn't seem interested in finishing him. Didn't seem interested in forcing anything. I just don't get why he didn't put hooks in when he he was shell when he was shelled up. Because I feel like if he put hooks in and flattened him out, then that's kind of a it's kind of a de facto stoppage because you can't yeah. defend yourself. I don't get why he didn't do that because that's what I expected. That's why I thought it was an easy finish because he was going to get his back, which he did. Because Smith's back, Smith gives up his back. And then I thought he just put the hooks in and pound him out like he did to Gustafson's, <laughs> but uh, yeah. it, it wasn't there. So I mean, it is what it is. Who knows? All right. So on to UFC Midi- Midli- Midwest and he- Hellhole, uh, which <laughs> yeah. Oh, props uh, just dropped. Props just dropped. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, props. Still nothing in Australia. I randomly got Till vs. Masvidal full props last night, and I was like, holy fuck, it's GTD is plus 214. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at a few that I had my eye on right now. I've got full lost, I've got full Lewis vs. JDS props. Oh, Lewis KO for plus 260 is not bad. Yeah, I was eyeing, I was eyeing a few, and they already got hit. People were on them. <laughs> Let's see if I can get... Uh, all round betting. Oh, Judy Dos Santos round four, five, or decision is three point four. Plus two forty. I nice. like that. Yeah, I like, I like that a lot actually. What's Darius sub? I've only got Lewis. I've only got the um, main event. Mm, Darius sub. I'm subs. guessing it'd be like plus three fifty, plus four hundred, based on the ITD price. It's it's plus two fifty. What? No, I've got I've got ITD at plus three hundred. So. <laughs> What's ITD? What's ITD at these days? It is at plus one seventy six. People are fucking all over it. God damn it! Um, yeah, fair enough. I got plus three hundred, so I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I guess we can talk about the first fight. Yeah, Murray uh, versus. I, f- I feel like hitting Murray. I'm not sure why, because I haven't really done any real research. But I just don't give a fuck. Um, yeah, Alex White was having some success against absolute shitters, which is I'm proud of him for it. Um, yeah, and he got subbed by Jim Miller. Yeah, club club and subbed, I think. But yeah, just completely yeah. subbed. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I I tape this, and I actually personally probably I'm I'm not playing anyone's money line. I think it's just kind yeah. of a close fight that I I don't really give two shits about. But yep. I I kind of tend to lean white because I do think one thing about more uh, is it Moret? How the fuck do you say his name? Yeah, Murray maybe? I'm not sure. Yeah, um, I tend to think Murray can, can he'll, he'll throw strikes yeah. for, I don't in like blitzes. Like he'll, he'll have success for a few minutes, but whenever it's all on the feet for a while, he's very chinny. He, he, like he, yeah. he, gets, he gets knocked out a lot. Um, and I tend to think White will, if it's a prolonged striking exchange and that's what White prefers – he tends to find your chin, like like even like Tony Martin, he hurt um, like like numerous guys. He was landing on a lot, and I feel like if he lands often, he'll probably knock Moret out. And so I was kind of eyeing his KO line, and 
people already hit it. I don't know if I'm going to play it or anything, but people already hit it. So, but as far as money line, I don't have strong opinions. I mean, White has holes, and so does this Moret guy. So yeah. it's whatever. I'm just looking at the. Um, I'm just going a half-ass wiki cap. Moret. He's, his losses are only against good guys, at least. Like, yeah, his losses are all against yeah, like, they are. names. Yeah, yeah, but then his wins are against kind of shitty guys too. So yeah, um, yeah you have to dial in somehow. <laughs> yeah, because he got, I think he got knocked dead by Marcelo's, or he might have got club and sub, but it was all from a punch. Yeah. Um, but Barcelos is pretty hard. Yeah, he, he, he does. He does. I agree. And, and he's better than Alex White. Yeah, yeah. Gilbert Burns and Roundy Barcelos are both like top twenty guys at the division. Let's Barcelos' yeah. next fight. His last one was good. Um, actually, he's at, I think books. he's at 135 now, too, right? Didn't you go to Bantamweight or oh, something? Oh, yeah, yeah, he moved, yeah. I don't see why it is. Like, he was fine at Paperweight, but whatever. Um, um, I don't know what his next fight is. There's nothing booked on topology. He seemed like he seemed pretty interesting. Um, yeah, so he's a thing, yeah. But then, like, more, uh, that Morite guy can kind of wrestle a little bit and, and get a ground game going, but it's not very good. I, he he yeah. could have success, too, so that's another path for him. But um, I, 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 I could see him winning for a while, too, and then just getting clipped. So it, it's whatever. I don't have strong opinions, personally. I, I, I do think the white KO line yeah. might be might be a value side, but that was just something I saw on tape. I didn't have, like, super strong opinions about it. So yeah, That's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, no strong opinions there. Uh, Alex Verona versus Zaka Otto. This is a great fight. Um, high in the running fight of the year. Um, <laughs> I guess uh, Verona was just so unathletic, but he should be busier here, I guess. And Otto looks dead. Yeah, like, uh, Otto's not very athletic either, though. So. I know, but I'm just, Verona, just every time I look at him, I'm just like, holy fuck, you, is that JSOT? <laughs> Yeah, I I uh I think Morono should win this fine personally. Um his he throws like double the output and especially yeah. lately too. Otto has even less output in yeah. his more recent fights. He he I think he landed 17 of like 80 or 17 of like 84 significant strikes against Dwight Grant and he wasn't really yeah. doing anything. Um yeah. And Morono had a pretty ridiculous work rate in his last fight versus Song Kanan. And, like, I put Song Kanan. Is, is that his name? Kanan, Kanan Song? I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think he's better than Zach Otto, personally. Um, and yeah. he, he's kind of come forward, and, and Otto will come forward on the feet, and Morono kind of likes to counter-strike at times, and then he'll get more aggressive once he starts having more success. And yeah. I think Otto has a pretty shot chin. He doesn't throw enough on the feet. And Morono threw, I think it was, what were the, the numbers? It was like 97 of 214 significant strikes landed against Kenan Song. And yeah. I think he I, I think he also has a really good striking ratio differential. So, I mean, even though he's unathletic, if he's effective, I don't give a fuck type of thing. Um, and so I, I think he's just going to be way better on the feet with less of a shot chin, Zach Otto doesn't like to get hit. He doesn't respond to getting hit well. And I think Otto's going to want to have to wrestle here. And Morono's been wrestle fuck before versus Jordan yep. Meehan. 
So I, I think that's probably his best path. But Morono has some get-ups whenever he actually goes to them. Like against Nakamura, I had seen he'd grab a wrist and, and, and get up. And yeah. Otto tends to get tired when he tries to wrestle a lot. So I think if he tries to wrestle a lot, that's probably his best path. But I think it will get him tired and get him finished. Or I think Morono will just out double him up on the feet. That, that's pretty yeah. much how I see the fight. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. I think you said you don't have strong opinions here. But... No, no, I'm just, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, I think Morono should win, but I don't know. They're both bad enough. It's hard to come into it with any massive confidence. Yeah, I gotcha. Fair enough. Uh, Smoker Schnell. I feel like Schnell should just be busy. Like, yeah, Schnell just managed to play take down the fence against uh, Inoue, who I'm not saying he's necessarily as good a grappler as Smoker, but as good as take down an artist. And yeah, just beat him fairly easily. And I think Inoue is more athletic, better striker, and a better takedown down than um, Smoker is. So I just say to see the same thing happening. And it's not yeah. like Smoker's grappling is like... He's not like a world Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu champion or anything like that. Yeah, he's, yeah, I... he's aggressive, but he's not... Yeah, yeah, he's on that level. Yeah, I tape this. I think I might tape it, like, kind of watch a couple more fights of him again. Yep. Because I was I was pretty torn. At first, I was leaning Schnell heavy. Yep. Um, and like Smolka shoots a single leg, Schnell pulls out a single legs really well. Like he'll limp leg out. If, if, yep. I, I don't know if you know. Yeah, he'll limp leg out well. Uh, he's way more athletic and he can probably, I think he's going to have a lot of success early. But I, I yep. think I had mentioned to you, the, the my main concern is sometimes he just does dumb shit. Like he'll jump a yep. guillotine. So like, and, and he does it a lot. It's not yep. like I've seen him do it once. He'll do it almost every fight. He'll, he'll jump a guillotine. <laughs> And yep. I feel like Smolka could easily just stifle the sub and then get on top and get an unearned top game opportunity. Yeah. And then Schnell also will throw up triangles and arm bars that can give Smolka a passing yeah, opportunity. Passing. Yeah. So, so that that was kind of my main hesitation on playing Schnell. Um, yeah. So I don't, but I, I mean, I understand if you're on Schnell. Because I'm, he's I'm a lot better. Like not, a, not a huge amount of money, just, but I, don't know, I just feel like Schnell was yeah. more disciplined. Smolka's game just, I don't know, it just doesn't really work in my opinion. And if you look at the guys who he like tapped and all that, he didn't really tap anybody good. You know, it's like yeah, that Neil Serio, yeah. who gives a shit. Yeah. Yeah, I could absolutely see Schnell just boat racing him bad and just beating the fuck out of him. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, like, but I also have my reservations for the, for the reasons I said too. So I, I don't even know if I'm going to end up playing anyone. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's fair enough. It it kind of is what it is. I don't think either side is worth going heavy on personally, but yeah, yeah. Um, you want to go to the next one? Yeah, sorry. Give me a second. My um, I'm trying to negotiate my bowl of put money on. They're getting fucking banned, which is annoying. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Oh, I closed my topology page. That'd be why I can't find it. Which it's uh. Uh, the next one's Hughes and, and Green, heavyweight fight. Oh, it's beautiful. I, I watched Hughes versus uh, Hughes' TNC fight, and I was like, if I put three or four years into it, I could fight in the UFC. I, can, I know I could. <laughs> I mean, the yeah, money's you, crap, and I don't want a concussion. But I'm pretty big, sure I could do You're a big guy, it. right? You're a big exactly. guy, right? Yeah. Exactly. For you. Yeah, I mean, heavyweights aren't good. So. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just looking like, holy fuck, you're six foot and you're fucking five eleven, and you're both fucking two sixty five. What the fuck are you guys doing with your lives? And the funniest thing, Hughes, like relative to the heavyweight division, isn't even that bad, but he's bad, <laughs> like overall. Um, but I, I watched their first fight too, yep. and I think the line's justified. It's yeah. essentially Hughes being more well-rounded, and he would yep. get takedowns up against the cage a lot. Um, yep. I could see Green landing. I, I don't. Hughes seems pretty durable, like like. Yeah. And aware out there, he, I, I think he has a good vision, but yeah. I could see Green ha- maybe. I, I had it two one after three, or arguably three to zero for Hughes. Yeah. So I could yeah. see Green winning around, having some success with some long strikes. But overall, I, I, and I watched a couple of their other fights; so they look pretty much like the same fighters. So I think it's going to go relatively similar. So the lines yeah. justified, but I don't want to bet minus two twenty yeah, either. That's fine. So, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. Right. Yeah, this prop. Would you take um Gigi Dos Santos round four five decision at plus two forty? Like, yeah, I, I, just, I think that's. I, yeah, I think right, that's I just, good. Yeah, because I'm looking at like Gigi Dos Santos versus well, even Tui Vasavin versus um, Ivanov, but he's not really doing much. Like he's be- he's beating those guys fairly clearly, but he's not. He's you know he doesn't seem to have combos or anything anymore. He just all sort of just pokes you with straights. And he doesn't pressure you too hard, but he, I could see the body punching wearing down yeah. Lewis a little bit. But yeah, no, I agree. And also, like the issue of Lewis, like yeah, the way Lewis defends himself, which is to cover up and then prepare to throw a massive nuke. Yeah. <laughs> then I think the next fight is Grant Dawson versus Julian Arosa. God, there's some low-level fights on this card. Um, why is Dawson favourite? I don't see why. <laughs> I just, I'm not playing a race, so I just don't see any particularly compelling reason for Rosa to be an underdog here. Yeah, I'm not playing this fight either, but I, I was having this. I was thinking about playing a Rosa inside the distance because I feel like yeah. if Grant Dawson can't just shoot in and get on top of him and dominate, I feel like he'll probably just get caught with a counter or just get even caught with a sub. Yeah. Um, but this is real. It, I mean, it's hard to know exactly what's going to happen here. Yeah. Um, but th- did you watch tape on Dawson or anything or watch one of his fights? I watched this TNC fight and it wasn't really compelling viewing. So it's like, whatever. Pretty much every other one of his fights are just like that, too. Um, yeah. He got Travis Brown elbowed, knocked out a couple fights ago. Yeah. Arosa, um, like, isn't. I mean, he's like. He's an okay, like, regional type of fighter. I don't know. Like, he's yeah. got some skills, but yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to play this fight overall. But I, I, like, I don't – why the fuck would you be playing Grant Dawson at minus 170? Like, whenever you can play Benil Dariush at the same price. I, like, I don't know. Um, oh, who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> like, so. yeah, you, look at, you look at the minus 180s in this fight, in this, on this venue. Like, there's, there's a lot of very differently players. Like, I feel a lot more certain about some of these minus 180s than I do about others. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of guys who are aligned around the same line, yeah. and one, some of them are extremely justified, and the other ones are like, I don't fucking know how to line that fight. Grant Dawson, Julian DeRosa, it's like, what? Like, I, don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. So, I, I think this is probably going to be a pass for me. Uh, if yeah, I'm having fun, I might throw, like, very little money on a Rosa inside the distance or something, but probably probably staying away. 
Yeah, that's fair enough. I can understand that logic. Don't mean the mark of no reason. Um, yeah, I'd be I'd be same with this one. Like, my maybe obviously if I get bored or yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah, it's bad luck not to have at least two bucket, five bucks in every fight. <laughs> this just isn't. A, this just isn't like a fight you can consistently know, like the yeah. outcomes. They just aren't high level enough, and yeah. they're both fighting like regional talent for the most part. Yeah. So, th- this isn't my kind of fight to bet. Yeah, I'd agree with. That. Um, yeah, so what's next? Renault versus Kunitskaya. I feel like Renault should drop to fucking flyweight, honestly. She's never seen, like, a big plan of mine. Yeah, uh, I, I actually think Marion Renault is, like, pretty skilled for a women's MMA fighter. Like, she can get taken down and laid on, but as far yeah. as her her subs and her, yeah, her striking good. technique, and she, she actually hits pretty hard, too. Yeah, because I, I do honestly think, like, she went to flyweight. If she went to flyweight, she'd be a lot better off. Because suddenly sure it'd be less wrestlers. Yeah, and that division's not very good. It's still developing too. And uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I can't, I don't know her stats off the top of my head, but I feel like she's a small, um, flyweight. I think she's like five foot six. I, I don't, I don't, and then Kunitskaya's five eight. I looked at that, so she's a little smaller. Yeah. Because like against Singano, I remember when I looked tiny. He's fucking forty one. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, a lot of people. Or like I'm fading Renault here because she's 41 and she's a teacher. I'm like I don't give a fuck. Like if she's still fighting, fine. Like she pushes a pace well for a 40 year old. So I was appreciate like hormonally and like women have a lot flatter curve than uh, men do. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Age wise, yeah. Look at the fucking Williams sisters. Also, you got to think women don't take as much damage. Women MMA fighters because they're not yeah. getting knocked the fuck out brutally yeah. while men are so they're gonna have more longevity in their career I, I, I don't hear people talking about that that much because i think it's a newer yeah. sport women's mma but you, you don't really see people getting knocked dead except carolina kovalkiewicz against jessica andrage jesus <laughs> that, that was bad <laughs> i know so i had a bunch on the gtd in that fight i was just like oh when she summons fucking dan henderson <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, that was one of the most brutal knockouts I've seen for women's in the day. That was fucking vicious. I know, like, pick these a punch. Like, yeah, I mean, head kicks, but not fucking just, like, H-bombing a dude. Yeah, and it was like a one-hitter quitter. It wasn't even, like, a combination. <laughs> it was fake fucking Dan Henderson. It was just like, she just... Yeah. Zingano and Renault were the same height. I guess it's one of Zingano was, like, fucking three times the size of Renault. I remember that fight. Because <laughs> I had a bunch of Zingano, because I was like, Zingano's going to hold it down. Yeah, I, I bet on Zingano on that one, too, just because she's yeah. a better wrestler. Take down yeah. her rider, so she can keep taking her, her down. But yeah, on this fight, I actually think Renault's going to win, personally, and she's a dog. Um, yeah. yeah. The way the way I see it is, Yana, I don't know if you know much, I know you don't watch too much women's MMA. I'm but, aware of some of it. Yeah. Kunitskaya, essentially, what she likes to do, she likes to clinch up and kind of bully bully you, and she'll, yep. from a positional standpoint, she'll throw some strikes from the clinch a little bit. She can also get on top of you, and she gets her game going once she starts passing your guard. Yep. And other than that, like, she doesn't hit hard. She's not a very good striker. And then I think you know Renault's game. Like, she's a pretty good striker. Yep. She hits good relative to women's MMA. 
she doesn't have good takedown defense, but she has a really good guard game. It's really hard to pass her guard overall. And Kunitz Ka- huh? I just think that someone is like just, I just I just see her as being like women's condit. Yeah, By that's a good way to put it. Yeah. 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 Um and essentially I think if Kunitskaya, her her two paths and the way she likes to fight is laying on top of you or clinching you up. And Renault's actually pretty good in the clinch because she'll yeah. actually throw strikes. I think that could yeah. knock Kunitskaya off a little bit. And yeah. she uses underhooks well. Like even though she's not a good defensive wrestler, in the clinch, she's positionally sound. So I could see her being fine there. And Kunitskaya doesn't respond to strikes well either. And I do think Renault will tag her. So I think that could happen. And Renault is very, very, even even if it's close and Kunitskaya gets her game going, I think this could be like a subjective fight. And people could give it to Renault because she actually attacks and throws strikes. So it could be like a position versus strikes type of fight too. Um, And then also Renault... Kunitskaya gets her game going once she starts passing your guard. I don't think she can pass Renault's guard, and Renault has no. really good guard retention. And no. Kunitskaya's also been guard subbed from way worse than Mari and Renault. It was an armbar yeah. like four fights ago. And I know it was in 2016, and people, it was like three years ago, and people were like, no. oh, or two and a half, I think. And people were like, oh, it's been so long, but you've never really seen her against a guard sub type of person since. So it's probably not much different. Um, oh, shit, so, that's so, bad. so, so yeah, I, I, th- I think Renault is the value side here. Melinda Zaleski to her in by KO plus 200. That's tempting. Yeah, that's, I mean... Yeah. Uh, what I was thinking of. Um, yeah, Martin versus Mirage. Um... Based on the uh, success that Matthews had, just all winging random wide haymakers at Martin for a round and a half, I am kind of tempted by Mirage here. Yeah, I haven't taped this one yet, but uh, I just watched Mirage when I was taping Means. So I, yeah. I, I understand what you're. I mean, I know their games, Martin and Mirage. Yeah. So. yeah. Um, do you think like he could win though? Because he kind of has shitty takedowns. I don't even know if he'll be able to get Martin down. Do you think he could win in a three-round fight? Because he does gas a little bit. Um, what, Morales? Um, yeah, I think yeah. he could. Be, 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 be a bit close, but I think it's yeah. possible. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I don't really have strong opinions yet because I haven't taped that one. But Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I think well, I I think Morais is gonna be the value side, but you know, it's just Morais' game just it's awkward enough, it's hard to feel strong strongly about it. Yeah. He 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 got lit up by Tim Means, I remember that. Um yeah. even though he like won the fight because he was in Brazil. Yeah. Um Martin doesn't throw much volume. That's one thing that worries me about anyone playing him here. Yeah. Uh he does. He does land. He's pretty accurate, but he doesn't throw much volume at all. So, yeah, I agree with that. I'm going to once again kick myself in the dick by betting the under or the ends by KO on a Melinda fight. <laughs> Every time it seems like a good idea, but I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so I mean, I, I could see Marais maybe being value. I'm, I'm probably not going to play that fight, though, personally. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, neither am I. I'm not playing that one. Um, then, do you have any strong opinions on Akhmadov Boch? This is the only other fight I haven't taped yet, and I know Tim Boch, but I, I've seen Akhmadov fight, but I don't really know his game at all. So I don't know if you know it more. Uh, just an angry Russian hook-throwing short man. Oh yeah, I'm not particularly impressed by him. He seems okay. Um, See, I think a lot of people have been playing Bosch, and I've heard he's the value side. So I have no strong lane here. Like, I mean, Bosch. It's just I've seen. I mean, Disha Bosch is he's been fighting against top level guys, so it's hard to know exactly how declined he is, apart from the other Herman knockout. Yeah, like there's no shame in most of his losses. Yeah, Hendo and. Um, Hendo and um, Herman, like the one of the most shameful losses he's got. Yeah, I mean he's not he's not terrible. Like I mean, um, I I feel like it's probably just going to be a back and forth shitty. Like I haven't even taped it, so I could be wrong. I feel like it's just going to be a back and forth close fight. Either guy could win. Like who gives a yeah, fuck? True. Let's move on, type of thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, what's next? Darius Dober. Yeah, Darius Diddle. Absolutely. I just don't, yeah, because Dover's like, he doesn't have huge power. Yeah, Darius 10 is a bit questionable, but it's not like we've seen Darius getting knocked out from jabs. Like, you know, fucking Barboza knee was insane. And even Hernandez just sort of bum rushed him. Yeah, guys yeah. are turning for the first, 40, first minute or so of the fight. Yeah, I'm not too worried about Darius's chin because it was literally a fucking baseball bat from Barboza. Yeah. <laughs> and and he, he wasn't. In that fight, and even before that, he had never really. I mean, he, he went five. He went three rounds with Michael Johnson. Was never even hurt. Yeah. And the only other time he really got hurt was against uh, Hernandez, and that was another just very so- solid shot that happened to land. So, yeah. I'd be more worried if it was pro. If it was a lot of wars back and forth, that's what would make me be worried about his chin a little more. So really, and, the only other wind condition I think for Dober is being busier. 15 minutes and like taking a, I just think the skill gap's too big. Yeah, so he, he, uh, that's the only other win condition I saw as well. And, and I don't, the thing is, he's also really, really fucking hittable. Like, uh, Olivier Aubin Mercier was tagging him and he's not as good of a striker as Dario. Like, I mean, he he was like tagging him to the point where Dober started panic wrestling. So, uh, Dober throws, I think, four strikes per minute, which is busy, but he also gets hit, I think, more than that. So, yeah. um, and also on the feet, I think Darius is better, but as a grappler, it's not even close. And yeah. if Darius just comes in with his last game plan, which I have a feeling he might against that Moises yeah. guy, yeah. just rush him up against the cage, get a body lock, and take him down, he'll probably sub him. Yeah. Um, I think that Moise's submission and toughness is a lot greater than Dober's. I mean, Moise's submission defense and toughness is a lot greater than Dober's is. Then Moise sure. jumped like ten guillotines there. <laughs> um, he 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 jumped some guillotines and gave Dari. I just watched that fight like yeah. two hours ago. He uh he jumped some guillotines and gave a couple free takedowns away, but he absolutely got taken down on some legit takedowns too. They were all from the body lock, and then he yeah. shift to the right side. Um. Yeah. Dober can get taken down, and he he'll also like shoot sloppy ass takedowns himself. Where I feel like 
Darish can get a grappling opportunity going that way. And also yeah. Frank, Frank Camacho, this isn't takedowns that are very comparable because judo takedowns are way different, yeah. but Camacho kept doing this little trip. It's, it's a, yeah. it's a judo takedown. Yeah. And it's, I, and because I saw that I could see body lock takedowns that Darius was doing to work as well, but they're yeah. not very comparable, but also like, I just feel like if Darius kind of clinches up a little bit, he'll just find some type of takedown opportunity. And and once he's there, Dober's not yeah. very good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but yeah. I think Darius is a value. Like I think this yeah. line should be wider, personally. Yeah, I think you should play minus five. I, I'm playing a minus two hundred, which is very rare for me. So like, I think it should be like minus four hundred, minus five hundred. Yeah, but I jumped I am... on. I'm on Darius's dick, I admit. So, I mean, I lost on Hernandez quite a bit. And I'm still traumatized by that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was a flash KO, so. I know. And, like, random. props to Hernandez for doing the right thing. As, as a short notice underdog, you should just run out and be an idiot. But, uh, yeah, I just don't think that was a high percentage outcome. Yeah, and, and Dover's not very fast either, so I don't yeah. think he can just blitz Darius. I'd be really yeah. surprised. I think he could knock him out, but I think it's it's pretty low percentage. Yeah. I've talked to some people who just think that Dover's going to have the cardio edge, but I just feel like Darius will get a takedown or something early and just tap his ass out. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, if he has the cardio, like, I was just watching that. I don't think it would be by much, and especially if Dober, yeah, Darius just starts yeah. grappling, so it's, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. And also, how is Dober going to gas Darius out? Because like, I just don't see where he has enough success to without getting without losing hard. Like yeah, I mean, Evan Dunham was one thing. Everywhere. Like Evan yeah. Dunham was one thing. Evan Dunham is legendarily tough, and yeah. Darius had like a full yeah, the full fucking um, adrenaline dump after essentially finishing Dunham. Yeah, and and Dunham has insane cardio. Yeah, insane car. I mean, also just insane grit, too. Dunham's just yeah. ridiculously tough. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, moving on to Offworld Ivanov. I wonder Offworld on the go and the go distance here. I'm just. Uh, Ivanov is just, just so fucking short. I mean, him and fucking Jeff Hughes should be ashamed. You're five foot. You're less than six foot, and you're fucking 120 kilos as a professional athlete. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, what the um, fuck, guys? <laughs> I'm on I'm on Ruffwell's money line. I'm just playing his money line and I, yeah. I think he should I don't know why. I got him at plus the one fifteen. Yeah. And um I don't know why he's the underdog. I, I would favor him here. Probably like yeah. minus one sixty range. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um just just watching their fights, like first of all, just from a Wikicap perspective, Ivanov has even though this doesn't really always matter at all, Ivanov yeah. hasn't beaten anyone good ever. Yeah. Yeah. Um He's beaten a bunch of guys who are now in PFL who are terrible. And yeah. then Rothwell has legitimate wins, but just yeah. even though that doesn't really matter, like I look at how the styles will match up. And Ivanov doesn't really wrestle or anything. And if he does, we know Rothwell can sub you with that yeah. go-go choke. And I think he actually has pretty good wrestling. But yeah. I, I think it's going to mostly be a striking battle. And yeah. Rothwell tends to move forward a lot more. Um, yeah. at least, at least Ivanov moves backwards. I feel like he'll move forward when he's out. He's outmatching yeah. somebody yeah. when he's significantly better. But against JDS, he was pretty much moving forward or moving backward the entire fight. 
Rothwell tends to move forward a lot. So I think that can give you um, aggression on the judges scorecard. I think his volume's a little higher too. And he throw he's long, he throws kicks. He's got more diversity in his strikes. And Ivanov only throws like a couple punches and he doesn't really do much. And I, I just don't think he's going to be able to do much here. I, I don't know. Um, and also, I mean, remember, Rothwell has a seven inch reach advantage, five inch height advantage, which I mean, for volume and such should make a big difference. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I, I see people, I don't, I don't really give a fuck about this. Usually I see people yeah. saying like the, he got, I think he got called PEDs in the layoff. Like I, yeah, he could just come back and look shit, but he's probably still using. It's, Nobody it's possible. stops. I, I use. I, I try to just whenever there's a situation like this, I generally just assume he's going to be his average self. Like that's all because yeah. we don't know. Like so, I think it's fine. Like like we maybe he looks better with the layoff. We have no fucking idea. He hasn't taken head trauma for three or two years, so yeah. it could go both ways, and we don't really know. But usually, I feel in these situations, they come back looking pretty much like themselves for the most part. And it's not like he's taken a lot of damage. I don't think he's going to be completely shot and his skills are there. So I don't really give a fuck about that. Um, But yeah, I'm on Rothwell. I think, I think he should win this fight. Yeah, I'd agree. I'm on Rothwell, ML, a bit on the um, ghost decision. I just feel like they're both very, very durable. And a bit on off-roll decision because it was like six. It was six to one. I was like, yeah, that seems a bit stupid. Damn, um, goes to decision plus one thirty. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, no, I know. I looked. I was like, I feel. I feel like for GTD lines and like under overs, they just sort of default to division of averages a lot of the time. Yeah, like I swear, bantamweight unders have been insanely good lately because you can usually get bantamweight unders like plus one eighty or some shit, and you're like, well, this is fucking Pedro Munhoz versus Tony Garbrandt. What the fuck are you on? <laughs> Yeah, and even their main event fights will be like even money to go to the cards, and it's like, yeah. it's like fuck, dude. Like a lot of shit happens, and they're they're all like high octane fighters as bantamweights. The bantamweights best division in the sport. Like, yeah, there's like one one boring fighter in top ten. Yeah, it, it's a and really. Cruz is kind of entertaining in his own like weird janky. <laughs> you know, he's he's not just laying crying people. He's 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 doing enough stupid shit. You're you're entertained. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, so price means, um, yeah, can Price Fisher win out of his ass? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how I see the fight. Like, like Price has maybe won like two rounds in his UFC career. <laughs> yeah, and Brian Ortega. Um, it's Brian Ortega's about two rounds now, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's essentially a what is this welterweight? He's pretty much a, yeah. a welterweight Brian Ortega with not yeah. really. Probably less skills, but more power. Yeah, and not as good a chin. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that too. Um, yeah, I, I tape this fight. Like, I haven't, I haven't put any action on it yet because I wanted to get a little bit of a better line. Um, yeah. I might. I think this could be an opportunity for a point handicap play on Means because I think he's pretty much going to cruise. I don't think no. Price's wrestling is that good, and Means is a decent defensive wrestler. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He also, if Means gets on top of you, he can really fuck you up, and it's not just from his last fight. I've seen it multiple times. Like he'll, he'll yeah. really put punishment on you, and, and Price is a little vulnerable from the bottom, except when he lands yeah. a 
hammer fist fucking KO on Randy Brown, which is ridiculous. <laughs> it's the most mean shit I've ever seen in my entire life. I know, it was great. I mean, I, I, had, I had a fair bit of money on Brown, but in hindsight, I just laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he was about to be down two rounds. and I didn't have money on that fight, but yeah, that was yeah. ridiculous. Um, I can remember a conversation like there was something on Twitter, and they're like, oh, I bet on Tim Means at plus 130 because he's a finisher. Like, <laughs> that's fucking stupid man <laughs> he's a fucking it's fucking side control bottom what the fuck <laughs> what tape did uh-huh. you do yeah they just like they, they wiki capped or they don't realize how meme that type of finish is exactly like it, dude he was losing to George Sullivan like handily and George Sullivan's yeah. one of the worst fighters on the roster yeah Sullivan lost the fucking Mickey goal <laughs> very quickly too I know yes um. Yeah, but then on the feet, I think Means is a lot better. Price does pack a punch, though. So I mean, he's got the puncher's chance. Um, uh, the the one thing that worries me from like maybe a a decision standpoint for Price is sometimes Means doesn't. Sometimes he can't. It can, almost like the Marais fight, and I've seen it in other fights too. Like he'll be landing and throwing more, but he's not landing really really hard shots that are that obvious i think yeah and i I could see price just randomly throwing a blitz and maybe stealing the end of a round or something um yeah but that 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 was my other kind of main concern but means is a lot better like like he's justified here at this price i mean he should be the favorite it it opened up in before jaban rerun (laughs) yeah he's awesome in 30 seconds yeah like Price was getting dominated by Alex Moreno, and then he knocked him out. And it's like, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Means hasn't ever been finished with strikes, and I've yep. seen him like tagged a little bit, but he always yep. responds well, and he's cognizant. So I, I don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to get subbed either. A lot of people are playing Price's subline, and I think that's fucking stupid. But yeah. who knows? He, he's he's a meme guy, so it could happen. We have no idea. Yeah. Uh, right. Melinda versus Zaleski Dos Santos. Um, I'm leading Melinda. I'm just, I don't know, Zaleski just brawls, and I think Melinda's got that next level power, even if his finishing instinct is shit. How many yeah. times has Melinda like, knocked down something badly in the last like, three fights? <laughs> yeah, he, he, uh, he just doesn't he... finish. I wonder why that is. Maybe because he's not very good on the ground, so he can't take yep. advantage of a club and sub. That's probably one reason. And then, yep. yeah, but I don't know. Maybe he's kind of hesitant to engage with strikes even on the ground because yep. he doesn't like going there. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. But no, I, I'm leaning Melender as well. I don't think I'm going to play this fight, though, because yeah. I could – I'm really worried. Even though DeSantos doesn't actively wrestle and his wrestling's not that good, I could yeah. just see like a caught kick turning into a takedown, and that's probably a round-winning event for DeSantos because Melender can't really get up. Yeah, I'm playing the fight to win by KO now because it's plus two hundred, which I think is just yeah reasonable value. But yeah, yeah, I think I think that's really good. I mean, double your money. These guys will be exchanging. DeSantos goes forward a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I could see a knockout happening here. Yeah, Santos, Zileski dos Santos, um, scorecards, scorecards, no actions, 1.9. I actually like that. I oh, think well. Santos will more like finish. And I think Melinda, Melinda will probably pick up um, more rounds. No, no, this is my lane. 
God damn it, dude. So the uh, the line of like one line I really liked was uh, Marion Renault, no scorecards, because I think her yeah. finishing path is really high. Oh and, yeah, crazy good. <laughs> one point five eight, Jesus. She she was minus she was minus one fifty one, which is like yeah. a really good line to open, and it jumped immediately to minus two sixty. So some motherfucker got to it before me. Um, yeah. hundred bucks probably. But I I still think minus two sixty is even value. I'm not gonna play it, but like, like, um, yeah. I mean, it's just why the fuck do people hammer these openers? It's like you can't get real money here. Oh my god. Nice. And it ruins it for everybody. Just like we leave it. Everyone should make an agreement to not hit any lines for like a week, and then everyone can max bet really good lines. So. I feel like sometimes you like coordinate the betting communities, just like shoot a line in the opposite direction. <laughs> just everybody bet like a hundred bucks on the everybody with a sharp flag bet like a hundred bucks on <laughs> the opposite results. <laughs> we should we should all pool money to an account that just hammers a fucking line the other way, and no yeah. one bets, and then we all come in later. Like we should just do that. Get like the over two and a half on some random fights, like plus eight thousand or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it, max bit of the way back. I get throwing like a hundred dollars on a line that like Kevin Holland sub plus nine hundred yeah. or whatever it was versus Phillips. Like yeah. I get that, but not but like minus one fifty. <laughs> yeah, like minus one. It's like fucking let it sit, guys. What the hell? We let's get actual money here. Yeah, pretty much. Um. But yeah, Melendi DeSantis, I, I see it as a competitive fight that both guys have paths. I, could, I, I, I lean Melender. I think he's yeah. probably more accurate, and I think DeSantis' brawling style could fuck him here. Um, but then again, if he catches a kick, <laughs> it, like yeah. everyone has won one round, or yeah. not Tiago Alves, but the other two got, who was it, Max Griffin and Bilal Muhammad? Yeah. Yeah. They, they both got on top at one point. And won the round simply because Melender doesn't know how to get up. So, um, I could, but that's why I kind of just am probably not going to play this one. But, and then next one, Derek Lewis Jr. Dos Santos. I mean, I think everyone probably has the same read. Dos Santos should fuck him up unless Derek Lewis knocks him out, right? Uh, just some, I'm just not confident Dos Santos lately. Yeah, the last two performances have been mediocre. But yeah, Dosano should just fuck him up till he gets knocked out brutally. Yeah, um, I mean, are, are you are you looking for action on this one or? I just I just put um I put like a medium bet on at Santos um round four round five or decision at plus two forty because I think that's like the most logical outcome. Yeah, I'm looking at the lines now. I think Santos. Uh, like, I'm probably not going to play this fight, but Santos TKO plus 130 seems somewhat reasonable. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, he's going to be winning the fight the entire time. But... Yeah. I just think Lewis think... is hard to finish because he just uh, kind of balls up and he, like, cocks his hand and it's like, oh, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> True. Yeah, I could see that, too. I, 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 don't, I don't think I'm going to play it or anything, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Lewis TKO plus 220, it's like, uh, I don't think I want to play that either. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, I wonder what JDS's point handicap will be. It'll probably be similar to his his uh minus five point five. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, probably like one point, probably like minus one forty or something. I'm guessing. It'll be similar to his ITD line first, like yeah. or something. Yeah, true. 
Well, plus, if, if it's plus two, 1.9, I'd probably do. It'll be, be similar, similar to his, uh, I'm trying to think. No, similar to his money line, I would say. It would probably be like minus 190 or something compared to minus yeah. 210. Yeah, fair because enough. That's what I would think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I think there's a few good plays yeah. on this card, but it, it's kind of annoying because it's a lot of like minus 190s. Like, I, I want yeah. some actual, I want some closer closer fights to make a full yeah. return on some of them. Yeah, some decent fights, but there's, nothing, there's no like, bets I'm feeling ultra-passionate about, apart from Dariush. Even Dariush, I'm like, because of the um, Hernandez fight, I'm a bit, I'm a bit hesitant. I think, yeah, Dariush was, dest- was destroying Barboza on the fate fairly clearly. Badly. Very badly. Yeah, because yeah, up to up to the, the magical knee, was, yeah, he was winning that fight, clearly. Yeah, I, I think Dariush is just going to take him down. Like, I, I think he's going to I think he'll strike for a little bit. He'll probably just get a body lock or something and get him down yeah. and just start grappling. But that's what that's what he should do. It's, it's a yeah. pretty easy win condition and yeah. no threat coming the other way. Yeah. What's your favorite play of the card? Uh, fuck. Dario Shanti Day back when I got it, plus 300. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. No real strong convictions here, to be honest. I haven't like, got max better or anything. Yeah, I don't either. Um, I, I see a few value lines. I don't see this as like yeah. a kill, killer, killer card. I do think there's just some a lot of stayaways too, like a Rosa Dawson, Hughes Green. I feel like those are stayaways. Like White Moret. I, I don't really want to play any of these personally. Yep. But, um, what's the card after this? Uh, uh, London, isn't it? Masvidal Till. Yeah, it's actually a bunch of light there. It's like five five lines I'd hit at the current prices. Yeah, yeah, I, I was, I think I had a couple eyes on like a max bet on this car, car. Yeah. Look at it. Oh god, that Molly McCann girl is fighting again. <laughs> yeah, but she's also she's <laughs> fighting another bum. So, <laughs> who's Arnold Allen? Uh, Arnold Allen. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on Ronaldo. Actually, I probably have better Ronaldo over him because I just think I just don't think he's particularly good. Like he um, yeah. memed out that win against um, Mads Brunel, right? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, that third okay. round. Yeah, yeah, round sub. Ooh, Claudio Silva, Danny Roberts will be fun. Yeah, I know. Um, I know some of these like considering Max Pitt and Danny Roberts, but I'm just like, uh, Danny Roberts does kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, Jack Martian, John, John Phillips. I got I got minus one ten on the under two and a half there because my book like I think error lined open that so I maxed it. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that will that will not over. You know, the the over under for that will be a one and a half because they're both idiots. Yeah, they're, they're just gonna brawl and then yeah. Could Marshman even just take him down and sub him? I feel like anyone can. Does he have like any sub wins? I think uh, I believe so. He's Welsh, so he's probably dumb. But you know. Um... Uh, I mean, I haven't, I haven't taken this card yet. So yeah, he's got a few submissions. He's got a few subs. Yeah, I mean, he's I feel like bar, he's got to be like a joke. He's got a few subs. Guillotine. Oh, he has a triangle. I mean, all of that probably means his subline's valuable. <laughs> but, he's got he's got an RNC, an RNC one second in the second round. The fuck? How? That, that surely that's a miscenter. <laughs> I mean, how the fuck do you really like a choke somebody a second into a round? The, the uh, till line seems off, but then whenever you think about it, they're probably just going to stare at each other, and then he's going to get the decision. So. 
It's like... I've got Masvidal decision at plus eight fifty. I like that. If I know I'm getting loot, I know I know already. But it's going to be such a good bet up to the moment the scorecards are read out. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to be like sitting there going, oh, fuck yes, I'm about to make two grand on fucking Masvidal decision and the fucking London judges will just go, uh, till 50-46. They should have like bets on the MMA decisions versus um, judging uh, versus the um, in, in arena, in, in ring judging. Yeah, like a, dis- a discrepancy bet. Yeah, <laughs> handicap. What it- <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. What percentage but, of the media will agree with this decision? Over or under twenty percent? <laughs> oh yeah, this would be the perfect fight for that. Exactly, because like Masvidal is is a genius at fucking himself out of decisions. Yeah, this London card is good. Like Leon Edwards, Gunnar Nelson, yeah. um, then Osamir Reyes. Reyes should fuck him up. Um, when are we getting fucking Masvidal? When are we getting uh, Gunnar Nelson versus Brian Ortega? I'm down for that. About the same, yeah, about the same actual size. Yeah. Sure they are. Ortega's a massive a huge, Yeah, I feel like he should be a lightweight. I mean, Gunner's not that big of a welterweight. Yeah, if, if they both like cut weight appropriately, I'm pretty sure they'd be, they'd be like, they'd probably be similar to walking around weights. Yeah, pro- probably. Yeah. Yeah, I'm eyeing, I'm, I'm eyeing Leon Edwards for that card. That's oh, kind of yeah, my... Of course. Um, it's only pushed. It's only pushed. Like it was about like it was about minus one thirty last night. Now it's minus one fifty ish. Yeah, yeah that's I, fine to move. Yeah, he's minus one forty five now. Yeah, he's kind of been bouncing. He's he's been pretty steady for the last like few, like last like month and a half. This line's been out forever. Yeah, I am um, confident that um, I think Nelson will probably get late motion because they always do a bunch of gum tards. And who really is that enthusiastic Edwards? I, mean, I, like, I, like, I like Leon Edwards as a fighter, but I don't think he's got much of a fan base. Yeah, I... God, I... It's like, what do I do? Do I try to wait and try to get him at plus money? But I don't know if that will happen. It's yeah. like... Yeah. Uh, I haven't taped that fight, and it's grappling heavy, so I'm going to like be taping it really hard. But from what I know of their games, I feel like Edwards should really fuck him up. Um yeah. Edwards has really good stifling jiu-jitsu. He's pretty hard to yeah. take down. And he's yeah. got a good takedowns in top game himself. Good cardio, better striking. Nelson throws like one punch every 35 minutes. So. Um, but yeah, I'll be taping that. But like pre-tape, I'm pretty pretty high on Edwards on that one. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty much everything, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. For the moment. Um, um, that's just all Pretty off at um, Tom Woodley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, uh, I don't want to like victory lap that fight too much, but it just I I couldn't believe that line. <laughs> Plus one seventy for yeah. versus a guy who can't win rounds, but but cool. Yeah, uh, yeah that's all. That's all I got. I don't have anything else. We can do this next week too. Hopefully, Sirium can join this time. No. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, so let me just figure out how to pause this part. Where did I put my Craig?